0: Looking for an investment property, but unsure where to buy? Hi, I'm Scott Kuru, CEO and founder of Freedom Property Investors, Australia's number one property investment advisory with over 7,500 members and clients. Now, in the last three months alone, over 500 of my clients have purchased an investment property in a growth location. What many property investors don't know is there is currently a property boom in affordable locations all around the country. To learn more, head to freedompropertyinvestors.com.au. That's freedompropertyinvestors.com.au. 873 well what about valentine's day we were talking about it and i think it's a bit of an overblown thing you know it's all very corporate and these people trying to rot us all the time but some people got jewelry and we know that diamonds are a girl's best friend so first of all lucky you if you got diamonds for valentine's day but how do you tell if your diamonds are grown in a lab Well, it's become pretty trendy to buy lab-grown diamonds instead of the ones that have been mined out of the ground. They tend to be a bit cheaper, and you can't tell the difference from the naked eye, no way. And a lot of people kind of see them as being more ethical and environmentally friendly and all the rest of it, but, you know, we heard blood diamonds out of Africa, so the fact that you can buy a diamond that's been grown in a lab, you think to yourself, well, maybe I've circumvented the blood diamond trade by doing that. But it turns out they might not be as ethical as we think. They use a lot of electricity and cutting them up, the diamonds themselves, can cause silicosis. So, and how do you know if the lab-grown diamonds are actually diamonds? So who knows? Here's someone who might. Ronnie Bauer, he's the Vice President and Director of the Jewellery Association of Australia, joins me now. G'day, Ronnie. G'day, Chris. Thank you for having me on, and good good evening to your listeners. No, well, just the lab-grown diamonds. Are mm-hmm. they more ethical than natural diamonds, or is it a bit of a furphy? Uh,
1: the word ethical, I wouldn't use. It's what we're looking at is sustainability. The, as to on the in this climate emergency, are they more sustainable than uh, the uh, natural mine diamonds? And at the moment, the jury's out because, as you just rightly said, what the cost of production of the lab grown diamonds is you can do you offset the carbon footprint on the other hand, if you mine diamonds, the workers get work mm. uh, uh, and they're feeding their families uh, so uh, you've got for each individual've got to make up their own mind which way to jump
0: well, is there a difference though is it, firstly, how do you grow mm. diamonds in a lab?
1: Well, we use <coughs> Heat and pressure, and this is where the sustainability comes in, you need a lot of electricity to create the heat and the pressure in a press using a little seed and it just grows, and that's how you grow the diamond. <clears throat> if your listeners remember, in science, they used to grow the copper, copper mm. sulfate, those little blue crystals, uh, in, a, in a jar over a week or so. It's a similar process as done with diamonds. they just grow.
0: Are there issues with lab-grown diamonds in terms of quality and that sort of thing?
1: Well, the quality is exactly it's graded exactly the same between the natural diamond and the laboratory grown. So, if you see the old VS or SI, and that—that's the inclusion factor or mm-hmm. the color of the diamond—is it's the same. They look at it the same way. So, from that point of view, you should feel the, the, the community should feel reassured that what they're, they're, the familiar designators are used for both.
0: Do we do any of it in Australia? Do we do lab-grown diamonds in Australia, or is it all overseas? Uh, We do it insofar as we sell them here, but we don't grow them here. We don't grow them here. No. How much power does it take? Electricity.
1: Good question. Uh, I'd have to get back to you that. A lot is all I'll say, but I don't know the exact imperial numbers of that. And
0: the the days of the blood diamond trade and all that, are we past all that?
1: I uh, Well, uh, the film highlighted and made a lot of money for the producers and Leo DiCaprio. But the Kimberley process, as it's known, or tracing a diamond from mine to retail store has been in for a long time. So to lose, in inverted commas, diamonds along the way is very difficult and not often these days. And so uh, diamonds for buying bullets and guns at that is, is very low. And I will just say more people have died uh, using jade and ruby than ever for diamonds. Mm.
0: When you get it under a microscope, a lab-grown sure. versus mm-hmm. a natural, can you tell yep. yourself?
1: Uh, yes, but there are better ways of t- uh, telling. And uh, I don't know if this is <laughs> the best for the the I'm watch, but what, how we actually tell them apart is through fluorescence and absorption. Uh, there are slightly different uh, readings that we get when we look at it with the instrumentation between a lab-grown and a natural diamond.
0: What about the market share of a lab-grown diamond? Is it sort of overtaking the no. naturals or not?
1: No, uh, I, I, it's not overtaking the naturals. As, uh, always. The naturals are still the main market. But there definitely is a market for the uh, lab-grown diamond because they are diamond. Let's not get us off. The material is diamond. got mm. the same physical and chemical properties of, of a diamond that comes out of the ground.
0: Well, why are they so much cheaper?
1: Because the cost of production is cheaper, mm. because what, if you the machinery and the labour, et cetera, et cetera. And when they grow these, they grow them at, at quite a lot at a time. I'm not too sure it's the same number, but in one press they can grow, I think, up to 50 diamonds. I, may, I could be wrong there, mm. but I think up to 50 diamonds at a time.
0: Hey, Ronnie Matthews text in and say, Chris, nothing wrong with cubic zirconia, sustainable and affordable.
1: Uh, I'll take... Yes, I'll (laughs) challenge that because cubic zirconia is much softer and will wear much quicker. So the true love will not last as long.
0: (laughs) Both both with the jewellery and the wife.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's for you to say. I could possibly comment.
0: Good on you, Matthew. Appreciate... uh, Sorry, good on you, Ronnie. I appreciate um, the conversation and uh, thank you for clearing it all up for us.
1: Well, that's all right. Well, I've just uh, touched the tip of the iceberg, but yes, if you're... I ask you to go to a reputable jeweller, member of the Jewellers Association, who can explain a lot more to you.
0: Good on you. Director of the Jewellery Association of Australia, Ronnie Bauer. Now- Are you looking for an investment property, but unsure where to buy? Hi, I'm Scott Kuru, CEO and founder of Freedom Property Investors, Australia's number one property investment advisory with over 7,500 members and clients. Now, in the last three months alone, over 500 of my clients have purchased an investment property in a growth location. What many property investors don't know is there is currently a property boom in affordable locations all around the country. To learn more, head to freedompropertyinvestors.com.au. That's freedompropertyinvestors.com.au.